Hi, you're listening to Between the Rivers, a lively and often spirited conversation with myself, Elsa Plaisance, and my co-host, Raven Farmer. We cover everything between the rivers of life and death, from curses to crochet, hexes to Hulda, Loki to Logansport, poppets to patriarchy, and sex to Shreveport, and pretty much everything in between. We speak a lot of truth here, our truth, and the truth of what it's like to be born and raised evangelical and then come to find your own power and personal healing in witchcraft. It's a conversation not everyone is ready for. It's hard, woke, politically correct as we can make it, liberal, progressive, and no holds barred. So if cussing, cursing, women's bodies, empowerment, personal revelations, and frank talk about sex, about the kind we like, and the kind that was forced upon us is too much for you, well, we respect that. And this might not be the podcast for you. But if we speak to your truth, a piece of your journey, then we welcome you at our table with a big hug, a kiss, and a big old cup of coffee. I am getting ready to go to Raven's house, which is about an hour from where I am right now, and we are going to sit down and record our very first podcast. So hold us safely there and safely back, please. After an hour on the road, we've made it safely to Ravens. Now I'm walking up to the house now. Look at the 
Thank you. Maggie, we need to make you some chamomile. I know, right? Yeah, you need like a toy or something. I'm gonna move stuff on your desk. Oh, you can move whatever you need to okay. move. Okay. Okay. So, I guess the very first question, Raven. Oh, God, Maggie! Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ! Sorry, hold up. Okay, that's enough. Come on, baby. Come on, Maggie. Come that was on. Maggie deciding to climb me. We love you, but we, you gotta go out there. We love right? you. She just, oh man, you a lot. Oof. Oh wow, that tastes good. She's a farmer. <laughs> She's a farmer. Is that how you know? Cause the farmers climb all over you and do the butt butt wiggle and stuff. Yeah, I do butt wiggle too. <laughs> well, I do too, but <clears throat> only in my own home. <laughs> and sometimes when other people aren't watching. So, this is the first episode of uh, Between the Rivers, and um, we kind of named it Between the Rivers because Raven and I both grew up in Logansport. She's 12 years younger than I am, mm -hmm. and um, uh, now we live between the Sabine River and the Red River, And um, but we cover kind of everything between life and death, mm -hmm. both of us as spirit workers and magic workers and having, you know, I've been doing witchcraft for about 15 years now and you said how long have you been practicing practicing probably three but I, and I took right to it yeah yeah and I think a lot of us just we we kind of do take that to it real naturally yeah. and I don't think you ever get to the point where you're done yeah you're always learning something you're oh you should always be learning something and if you're not you're probably dead so. <laughs> I was getting on the I-21 nut <laughs> and I was coming out here, I was coming to the coven I belonged to at the time. The cop pulled me over and he said, "Hey," he said, uh, "You, uh, you, you were uh, all over the road back there." And I said, "Yeah, this truck needs an alignment real bad." Mm -hmm. And I said, "I'm just having trouble trying to keep it on the road." And he said, "And where are you headed tonight?" Now I'm dressed in full ritual gear. 
And I said, well, I'm going to ritual, and then we're going to have a, uh, we're having a tarot, no, we weren't having a ritual that night. Well, uh, I said, I'm going to a tarot class, and he goes, what? <laughs> and I said, I'm going to a tarot card teaching class tonight. Mm-hmm. I said, I'm a witch, and he goes, okay. And I said, you know, you should, al- I said, as a witch, you know, you should always be learning something. He goes, you have a nice evening, ma'am. <laughs> back onto the merge back onto the interstate i was like you know thank the gods you know i'm okay but oh my God. you know but um you know that's hilarious they that's they may they may persecute you for witchcraft but they can't prosecute you so no they cannot prosecute you for witchcraft so and then you knew what was wrong with your truck and he was like all right well and, i'm not gonna mess with this and i'm i'm a pretty bad driver to begin with which really always worries me mm-hmm. um why not drive anymore and so I let Jay drive a lot because I'm a distracted driver. Mm-hmm. And also, um, I have vision issues. So when the log truck comes over, I try to drive in the ditch. Um, and Jay goes, Ilsa, you've got to re- use your mirrors. And so I use my mirrors. And, um, but it's part of that. I feel like I don't, I don't want to take up space. Yeah. And I don't know if that's collected to me being large or me having the abuse or mm-hmm. what, but it's like, no, I, I need to pull back and, and uh, you know, pull all the way over. And yeah. um, uh, it's gotten sure. better because when we got the big truck, I had to learn yeah. how to drive that behemoth. Oh, my God. Big trucks are the worst. I, I can drive a big truck, but, God, if you want me to reverse the big truck, no. Oh, Lord. No, ma'am. no. I, I mean, I'm used to reversing this big ass back up, but, yeah, you know, the back of the big truck, mm, you know. That's a, that's a whole bunch of ass I don't want. That's a whole bunch of back. And then I just have to remember, okay, it's like when you're in the wedding dress, you got to remember that you got train. <laughs> and so you got to turn a little fast farther than what she originally thought to make sure everything picks up and turns the right way. So what's on your hook? Oh, girl. Have to introduce ourselves? Huh? So this is our first oh, one. no, I guess we didn't. We need to, you know, because everybody else is going to be like, we don't know who these people are. But I'm going to take so, my shoes off, so if y'all smell something stinky <laughs> across the airwaves, that would be me. We don't have to make or stink vision yet. So Not yet, but my God, when we get that... Oh, God. The kids are going to be crazy. I'm already crazy. That I mean... I like, am, too. You watched, so, like, you see food on TV and it's just, like, salivating. Totally. Yeah. All over myself. And then you go... It's like, this is about the time of year that I really want a Big Mac for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And, of course, I can't have any of that stuff now. Right. You know, food sensitivities and everything. I can't because um, I I want Big Macs towards April because that's when I had my um, daughters. And that's what I craved with my oldest. I understand that. I had a girlfriend and all she craved was vanilla milkshakes (laughs) with her baby. She didn't even like milk. I craved jalapenos, too, and I I don't like jalapenos. And, you know, Mama said that about me. She said... She said, I crave tamales when I was pregnant with you. Of course, it was, you know, 1975. Yeah. And she said, I think you were just going to come out to be a little Mexican named Mike. And I'm thinking, my daddy's as white as I am. I'm like, where did the Mexican thing come from? But she wanted tamales, yeah. Yeah, she wanted tamales. And and daddy was working. um, He was, uh, I think he was delivering for Coke at the time. Mm Mm-hmm. 
And uh, he said he'd stop in his Wally and pick her up tamales. That's nice. But you know, because the Wally has the best tamales. If y'all ever come to Louisiana, absolutely not. Do not listen to her. You are lying <laughs> through your mouth. Let me tell you, the Wally does not have the best tamales. They are greasy and nasty. But she said, but if you can true. find some lady in a car on the side of the road. Yeah. She would probably be the best tamales you've ever had in your life. And they're probably in Halton. Let's be real. But no. Well, you know, the girl that I used to love was in Carmel. Really? Yeah. And do you know Carmel's one of the first towns in DeSoto Parish? You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I think a lot of people don't know that is that DeSoto Parish was originally founded by Spaniards. Oh. Who came up from Los Dias in well, the 17, 1780s. Yeah. And the family's name was DeSoto. So that they were named for the DeSoto family. Not for Hernando DeSoto. Who never went through DeSoto Parish. As much as people would like to say, well, that's why. And I'm like, no, y'all are idiots. Well, most people, I mean, we live in North Louisiana. That, that's their assessment. <laughs> well, I mean, and, you know, and as in North Louisiana, I've had to cobble my history together. Yeah. Um, And we can talk about that in a minute. Oh, so do y'all want to know who we are? Yeah, well, you might want to know who we are because right now you're sitting here going, I don't know. I think I've just come up on the party line. <laughs> And I don't think people know what party lines are anymore. Oh, trust me. There are people listening who know all about the party line. So, I, I'm i Raven. Hey, Raven. Hey. I'm from the other side. I'm closer to Red River than she is. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I'm old-ish. I'm like 33. And, I mean, I'm a single mom and witch and practitioner of the tarot and i mean like i do this for a living too and you're fabulous and you love possums i love possums y'all i Hell really like- love possums i'm wearing a shirt that says i'm just a girl that loves possums <laughs> because it's true <laughs> i love all wildlife i love all animals me and animals have a like a connection mm-hmm. i always have that with um, mine too so um if you want to know as far as my like magical I'm more of a, I I, I don't really want to put a label on it, but I'm kind of more of a death witch. I work with a lot of the darker stuff. I work mm-hmm. with Loki and Segan, and if you don't know, that's his wife. I work with a lot of Norse gods, and me and Ilsa just, I mean, I think we came together around COVID. We did. We really got to know each other around COVID, but also the fact that we had known each other for about a year prior because we had met at a ritual. Mm-hmm. And so we kind of knew each other on and off Facebook. And um, you said you have kids. Is there anything you want to say to your kids? I love all of my kids. And I I miss the ones that will probably hear this. And I just... My kids are the best. And I hope that they know that their mom loves them a lot. You know. Not as much as I love possums, though. Oh! <gasps> I'm just kidding. <laughs> bad, Felicia, bad, <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, that's things we say around here. No. Um, and I know you don't mean that. Yeah, you know, you no, I don't your, mean I know, that at I all. I know you love your kids a lot. And I know it's hard being away from them. Yeah. And, um, Raven and I, Raven's 12 years younger than I am, and I, I I'm happily turned 45 this year. I love you. Love and, her. And, um, I thought I would kind of tell you who I am. Um, magically, I am always trying to get better. Mm-hmm. I am forever eclectic. 
Um, I have a real, I've really worked with the Norse gods for, I've been doing this for about 15 years. About 15 years ago, I gave my life to Hulda. And um, Hulda is the Germanic goddess of the dog. I'm very connected with animals. She's also the goddess of spinning, weaving, domestic animals, um, housework, um, geese, swans. Geese? Oh, yeah, geese. Like Hong Kong geese? Like, uh, uh, like, <laughs> okay. like will yeah. chase you and try to bite you if you've uh, ever, well, you know, yeah. yeah. Well, if yeah. anybody messes with her her friends, Ilsa becomes a goose. Oh! <laughs> you know, one of my, you know, Hulda has all these wonderful tales about her, and she's, you know, we think she goes back to the Neolithic, um, at least at least the Iron Age, if not, you know, farther back. Mm -hmm. um, and she stayed a part of German culture and history um and eventually she became what you guys know today as mother goose oh nice um the stork that would bring the babies oh. um to the mothers is holda delivering the souls of the children oh that's actually kind of sweet yeah yeah they if you've seen uh, the really fancy embroidery scissors that are oh yeah i almost bought some the other day they really fancy embroidery scissors that are um, swans or geese. Um, those were originally hemostats. Oh, nice. And they were used by midwives to cut the umbilical cord. Oh, wow. So, um, so it all it all harkens back to, to a lot of that. And uh, Hold is a wonderful goddess. Mm -hmm. um, she's well known among the Pennsylvania Dutch. So, shout out to all my Orglava brothers and sisters and non-binary people. Love, love, love to all of y'all out there. Um, and, uh, lost my train of thought. Who are you? Who am I? Yeah. I don't know. Answer more. My name is Elsa Ann Fisher Plaisance. Um, I was uh, died in the wool and washed in the blood. Um, born, so and raised, born and raised in Logansport. Got family in Kichai, Long Street, Pelican. Um, my family helped found the Soda Parish. They helped found East Texas. Um, uh, I am Anna Parker and Jeff Fisher's daughter. I am Anna Parker and um, Bo Smith's biological daughter. Jeff Fisher raised me. Um, I am uh, Novell and Big John Fisher's granddaughter and Ushi and Buddy Parker's granddaughter. And I have long, deep roots in um, in DeSoto Parish. And like I told Alicia, I said, you know, my soul belongs to the Sabine. My soul belongs to that river. And um, we know that... Maggie agrees. And Maggie agrees. And I don't <laughs> think you can get any more um, positive affirmation than uh, Maggie agreeing. And um, uh, I went to Logansport High School, graduated, and went to USL for two years um, and then eventually graduated from Northwestern with my degree in anthropology and a minor in sociology and 12 hours shy of a double major which I didn't know oh wow um, I was married um, it was a very abusive marriage mm. um, and he raped me uh, several times um, and um, I did not know until I finally was suicidal and had left that I had been through um, and uh, that had been abused. Now, if he'd hit me, I would have understood that, but I didn't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't know any of that that stuff. 
and I didn't and I didn't file because and I didn't file papers about or call the cop about the about the rape because I thought he owned my body. Right. And, and I thought it wasn't prosecutable. Right. And let's pause here and y'all listen to this. We both come from an evangelical background. Absolutely. Right? Hallelujah. Yeah. And I was I was Baptist, she was Methodist, I think. Right. But in that background, men do technically it's like men own your body. Like yes. we are taught that. Yes. That women are to be submissive yes. to your husband. Yes. And I'm gonna cuss right now, so if you don't wanna listen, hold your ears for about five seconds. Mm-hmm. But fuck that. Fuck it all, baby. Do not let anybody tell you differently. Your body is your own. That's right. Your body belongs to you. Don't let anybody touch it that you don't want to touch it. You have mm-hmm. autonomy and authority over your own body. And I think a lot of women to this day don't really understand that. Like it's getting it's getting more prevalent, but it I is. Mean, it, 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 our age and you know my age and up, it's still kind of hard to understand that and wrap your head around it. And you know, I didn't understand until the Me Too movement that how many times I had been sexually assaulted. Mm-hmm. Because I never thought, oh, the guy put his hand up your shirt and on your titty mm-hmm. was actually a prosecutable crime. Right. I did not know that rape inside of marriage was a prosecutable crime it in is. Louisiana and every other state in the United States. It is. I, I experienced it with my first marriage. <laughs> so, um, but we are not those moments. No, we are not. And... We are not victims, we are survivors. But it is, and it, it leaves an indelible mark on you no matter what. And it, it, and, it and, and it took years of therapy and years of patient love and kindness for mm-hmm. my husband to get me to the point I am today. And, and, because right. Jay's love. It's just as healing as, as my meds, although my meds are wonderful. Take your meds. Please go take your meds if you haven't taken your meds yet. Yes, and go wash your face. Yes, and eat something. Yes, you <laughs> need a snack. Snacks are good. Snacks are our friends. Even if it's chips, it's something. That's right. You remember, you want to have your carbohydrate, your protein, and your quick carb. Yep. So you want to have your juice, your your crackers, and your protein. So mm-hmm. that's your, your, you know, your peanut butter crackers and yep. your glass of juice. Yes. And that will get you through until the next few hours. Until yes, until you have to eat dinner. So, I got I got to do a line here for you. Okay. Um, I love the wardrobe from Beauty and the Beast. Oh. The animated one. Right, right, right. Who was played by Joanne Worley? Right. Who was this wonderful comedian from the '60s? And she goes, "Let me see what I got in my drawers." <laughs> and she opens up she opens up the wardrobe doors, and she it's and all these moths fly out, and she goes, oh, "How embarrassing." <laughs> <laughs> she quickly closes the doors and she had, but she is the same one who at the battle scene is running down the stairs going oh! <laughs> at the top of her lungs and knocking down people and, so, and that's what you do if someone touches you you don't want to right. start screaming crazy stuff they'll go away that's right yeah <laughs> absolutely scream scream bite do whatever you need to do you know another thing that me and Ilsa really came together on because we both are crafters oh my god we both crochet i knit too but crocheting's way more forgiving yes and faster much and faster. faster yeah and um 
So, I want to show you what I got in my drawers, what I got in my activity Ooh. bag over here. So. Yeah, I, I need to find some. First hands. off, I have to show you my Poppet doll. Oh, y'all, this is amazing. And that she wonderful is... smeller. Isn't she fabulous? Oh, my gosh, she smells so good. Did you put cinnamon in there? I, yeah, one of many, many herbs that I put in there. Yeah. So, I have a little Poppet doll that I've, I've made. This is the first time it's I've ever made blue, one. It's blue, and it's kind of stargazy. Mm -hmm. And she smells like... I always pick up cinnamon because I use it so much. Mm -hmm. I know there's salt in there. I can smell oregano. Mm -hmm. Rose. Rose. Some basil. Mm-hmm. No, oh. I didn't put any basil in there. You didn't? Mm-mm. But there's, there's broom corn and tobacco and rose and um, nigella seeds and uh, oak, bay leaf. I ended up putting like 30 different herbs in her. Oh, wow. But I had put, up the, I had put those herbs on the, the altar and put mm -hmm. my candle with it. And I didn't realize I'd done it for nine days. And then I cut her out, and mm -hmm. she stayed on the altar for three days, and then I stuffed her. You stuffed her really, really well. And she's... I did. And, y'all, I am so jealous because I can't sew a lick. That's okay. She's so cute. And when I make poppets, they're all circles. <laughs> I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. And, and I, I cut her out. I try to give her a little more junk in her trunk. Mm -hmm. You know, but, you know, she's my reminder um, to eat. Mm -hmm. And to do what I need to do. And she kind of goes everywhere. And she's about the size of a Barbie doll. Yeah. And um, I put... Much more pretty, though. Oh, God, yeah. Can't. And her head doesn't make that satisfying noise when you pop it off. <laughs> what? Y'all did that. And then you try to push it back oh my on. God. It, yeah. yeah. But sometimes it goes back on. And you knew never to leave the Barbie doll in the back window of the car. Oh, and her, then you can Because her hair would melt. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, you didn't know that? No. Oh, so Barbie ain't from the South. No. <laughs> she is probably from Maine. I don't know where she's from. Minnesota. <laughs> Minnesota. Wonder... Actually, the first Barbies came from Germany. Oh, really? The, one of the husbands brought back a German doll, and then they copied it, and then they started giving it, then it started, it turned into a toy. But the original doll was like a sex toy or something. I don't <gasps> remember. I don't remember. Anyway, okay. So, in my... Oh, nice. Are you ready? Very. Corner to corner. Corners to corners are, to me, they're really easy to do. I like them, but they're also really tedious. They they can be because it's not something like with a single crochet or a double crochet mm -hmm. that you can just sit there and just and make 125 stitches mm -hmm. and then stop and count because if you lose your count, you're going to mess it up. Yeah, but it's so pretty because it's like a wave. It is. And you, it has t different textures. Like on the front, you can tell the the worsted weight here. Mm -hmm. You can tell the difference of the worst, the wrong side and the right side because of the feel of the wave for mm -hmm. me. Anyway. Well, that's good because you can pick that up because I can't tell it. Yeah. I can't tell the difference. Y'all, I forgot to mention I have autism. There we go. Awesome! How diversion. Fabulous. And let's see, um, what have I got? Uh, ADD, um, BPD, BPD, borderline personality disorder that comes from years of the abuse mm -hmm. and the trauma, both mm -hmm. uh, in childhood and uh, in my marriage, my first marriage. Mm -hmm. Um, depression, anxiety, panic attack disorder. Been to the crazy ward. Mm -hmm. um, been to the crazy ward. And do you know that the IBS can also be tied back to having had abusive childhood yeah and stress which i didn't know and um i started my journey with ibs about a year and a half ago 
they oh, got, wow. got really, really sick, and the doctors couldn't figure out what was going on and went through multiple tests and had to fire multiple doctors until I could find a doctor who was, number one, willing to talk to me, and number two, who was willing to listen to me. Which is hard to do as a woman. Which is extremely hard to do as a woman. Extremely hard to do as a large woman. Mm-hmm. Extremely hard to do as a large woman in the South. Yeah. Because I'm having the doctor who has just performed an EGD stand at the end of my bed and go, Well, it's not an ulcer. And then well, tried shit. to walk away. And goes, But it's probably still your gallbladder. And I'm like, I've had two other tests that have told me this is not my gallbladder. Mm-hmm. Well, it still could be. And we can take it out. And it might fix it, and then it might not, and you may just have to learn how to live with it. Oh, mm-mm. 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 And I'm thinking, he would leave me in pain. I'm thinking, you can carry your ass. Yep. So, yeah. And what's really funny is, uh, that was Dr. Hobley. And I went through, so he is with GI specialists. Mm-hmm. And I went through, 13 years ago, he stood at the end of my bed. When I'd gone in for other problems and other other stomach problems and stood, said, well, you have a hiatal hernia and uh, we think it's causing reflexive pain into your bladder mm-hmm. and that's why you're having bladder pain. Right, exactly. Spent, yeah, three, days, my head. spent three days in the hospital and yeah. and they could not figure out what was wrong with me. That happened, I mean, that happens to me a lot or happened to me a lot before I got my hysterectomy. Right. No, let me let me all let y'all know. I am a I am an extra large pizza here. You are not an extra large. <laughs> I, I you're my shirt. You're, you're, you're maybe a, a medium large. Yeah, I wear. Where are you? Sixteen. Eighteen. See, not that big. Well, anyway, so and I've had I had pain after my third child and just excruciatingly. Bad pain, and I begged my doctor for a hysterectomy. Begged my doctor for a hysterectomy. They gave me an IUD, made the pain worse actually. Yeah. And then when my IUD got pushed into my uterus, that's when they gave me the... pushed into the wall of your uterus. Yeah, pushed into the, the wall, wall of, of your uterus. Yes. Yeah. Because so, it was already floating around in there. Yeah. No, like they have like a little bit of outside of it. Did they? It was just, I knew they had like a string yeah. thing mm-hmm. on it and then they couldn't find the string. But either way, no, yeah, the string was gone. It was it was already pushed in there. So And I have struggled with with female problems for, for years and years and years and have changed gynecologists like I change underwear. And um have told them I'm having excruciating pain mm. with my periods. And, um, <laughs> uh, so oh, I was God. a patient of Dr. Lockhart's for a long time. Mm-hmm. And, um, for five years, I told him, I'm having pain with sex. I'm having bleeding with sex. Oh, no. And, oh, yeah. Oh, and no. he said, he said, well, you're too tight. Oh, you should see Alicia's eyes get huge. Yeah, he said, you're too tight. You need to have a glass of wine before sex. I'm like, the fuck he did? Oh, the fuck he did! Uh, the fuck he did, honey. Not only in front of me, but he said it in front of Jay. Oh, I bet Jay ripped him a new asshole. No, Jay just kind of looked at me when he went out the door and said, "You ain't coming back here." Well, that's something Jay would do. Yeah, yeah, because you know, I would say I would and, tell and that wait, doctor. Wait, wait, wait. The last thing he said, and I told him, I said, "I can't drink," and he got, and he goes, "Well, just smell the cork." 
That's some 1950 shit. That's some 1850 shit. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> so, anyways. Ooh, Lord have mercy. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. So well, they're really up, getting to know us, aren't they? I ended up going to see see another gynecologist, um, Dr. Yeah. Dr. Marsha Friedrich, wonderful mm-hmm. woman, and was with her for quite a few years. And the very first time I sat down and talked to her, she said, "If you're having pain, there's a reason." Mm-hmm. I said, "She sent me to a urologist." Um, and they finally diagnosed me as having interstitial cystitis. Now, 11 years later, I found out that that was an incorrect diagnosis. And mm. what I actually had was an atypical bacteria. Oh. In two weeks of antibiotics between me and Jay, because we'd been passing it back and forth to each other, I'd never heard of an atypical bacteria, but there's over 200 of them. Um, and, um... Two weeks of doxycycline and 90% of my pain was gone. Oh, my God. I used to not be able to drive more than five hours. I had to have ice for my bladder. Oh, my God. Uh, pain with sex. All kinds of stuff. Um, so, if you can hear us, no, pain is supposed to be pleasurable. Mm-hmm. Something you consent to. Yeah. Something you want. Something you are of age for. And it is not supposed to hurt. If it hurts, then something's wrong. Something's wrong. If you're working out and it hurts, something's wrong. Something's wrong. Do not let anybody tell you otherwise. And I'll tell you all that every time because you're the only one that knows your body. And the doctors don't know everything. They're human just like us. And you and I both growing up here and growing up in, 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 in this part of the country, I received no sex ed. Oh God, no! I I I did not get sex ed, and it was in the almost it was in the two thousands. I got abstinence ed. I didn't even get that. <laughs> I didn't even get that. I was at public school, man. I was at Halton Middle School, and they they gave us this packet that said that, sex or consequences. Boys didn't get that packet. I promise you. Oh, of course they didn't. My God, how can we ever hold men accountable? <laughs> 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 them standing outside the, the, the abortion clinic. Don't kill your babies. I'm like, could you teach your boys to put a condom on their dick? Please. I mean, it's easier. If you cover your dick, you cover your ass. That's all I'm saying, fellas. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> you got on a t-shirt. That's co- going to go Cover your dick, cover your ass. <laughs> because if you cover your dick, you're not going to get her pregnant. And you're not going to probably get an STD. Yeah. Maybe HPV. And you're also going to prevent pregnancy. It is also a man's job to prevent pregnancy for birth control. It is. It is not just the woman's. I have looked at men and, and, and had these conversations with them. I have taught them how to properly put on a condom. I, and have, I need you to like... You know, and they go, well, I don't like how it feels. I'm like, put a little lube on the inside. You'll be fine. Yeah. And they're like, oh, really? Well, why should I wear one? She's on birth control. I'm like, why is she pumping <laughs> hormones into her body and you can't put can't put a rubber on? Yeah. Like, it doesn't... You want to cover your ass, yes. And if the woman's on birth control, the least you can do is put on a condom because then you're doubly protected. Right. And I'm not saying anything bad about birth control. Yeah. There's a lot of sisters out there who have... Who that it's been a liberating choice for women since the nineteen mm-hmm. sixties to be able to control how many children they could have, how mm-hmm. many children they could feed. 
Um, so yes, it is a very important drug and medication and should be covered under every insurance plan. Despite yeah. what what the damn Hobby Lobby um, oh owners think their religion should not have to do anything to do with your body, especially if you work for them. Right, and um, uh, just so you know, any yarn that is at my house is not from Hobby Lobby. But you know what I found? I am mm -hmm. in love with the Big Twist yarn from Joann's. Oh, yeah, you keep telling me about I'm it. I'm telling you, try how it. Do you feel this. Oh, my, y'all, y'all, can you, and this, this is inexpensive yarn. It's like four bucks. And it is soft. You can't get Red Heart. No, can you be, can't get Red Heart that I soft. Use, I use Lion Brand pretty much exclusively. I love Lion Brand. I love the homespun. You, yeah, I'm using Mandala Ombre right now. I'm mm -hmm. making a moss stitch blanket. So, mm -hmm. it's you know, that's super, super simple. Right. And, like, and, and I will say this. I mean, this blanket is for me. And when I when I crochet, like, super simple blanket for myself, every stitch literally is pretty much a prayer of, I you know, made this blanket cover me and, you know, make me feel safe. And you know it takes approximately one breath in and out to make a stitch. Mm -hmm. And so when you look at those stitches, you're looking at somebody breathing. And yeah. I have two blankets on my bed that belong to Jay's grandmother. Oh, that's sweet. And so it's like her breath is covering me. Oh, her life sweet. force is covering me. That's why I kick it off in the middle of the night. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> no, I, I do because I get too hot. But I start out every night like yeah. that. So... And then, like, even sewing, my grandmother, um, one of my grandmothers sewed yo-yos. You know, the little... Oh, you talking about yo-yo quilt? Yeah, like a yo-yo I blanket. love those. Hey. She sewed them by hand. Oh, yeah, but they were they were mainly scrap. Yep. Because the yo-yos are not, but, what, about two, three inches wide? Yeah, they're, like, this big. Yeah, they're really tiny, so they were really good ways to use up um, whatever scrap you had. And, 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 she, um, and she made... Um, many, many, many of them, and they took, my mom told me once, it takes about 2,000 yo-yos, and then I didn't mm -hmm. really realize that until I started crocheting, Right? how incredibly, and she sewed them by hand, and mm -hmm. she sewed the quilt by hand. My mm -hmm. grandmother, my other grandmother sewed me a quilt for one of my birthdays, and I, I, I always love it, and I, I still have it, but I didn't really understand until... I was crafting how much of that, how much love is put into that. Like, it just, and it takes time, y'all. Like, it takes a lot of time. It really does. And, but it's worth it. It is, and I want to send great love out to my sister and, and fellow college buddy, fellow Wesley girl, to Melissa Ott. And if y'all have not stopped by Quilteroos in Ruston, let me highly recommend that you go in. Whether you just go in for a cup of coffee or you go in to buy a couple of yards of fabric. Remember, they've mm -hmm. also got wonderful classes. And um, Not a sponsor, y'all. Just really Not a sponsor, but hey, we love you. Yep. And, and, and the yarn oh, guys. I, oh, my yarn guys. Dwayne. Dwayne yep. and Joshua. Again, have been now approved by Maggie. Yep. But look, okay, bit. so I got to show you my fabulous scissors. I think I showed these to you last time. They, oh my God, those things are huge. They are huge, but girl, feel those. Oh my God. Those they're sharp. Are sharp as shit. Oh shit, don't I'm do that. So my, my good scissors, my fiscus scissors broke on yeah. me. And um, I'm a Westcott girl, but yeah, I get that. 
Okay, cool. And um, so anyways, uh, I can't even tell you what these are. But these are made in, uh, these are made in Japan. Are them Japanese people know how to make short bangs? Well, they do. They're very good at it. They're very good at it. Mm -hmm. Very good at a lot of things. But anyway, so so this was during COVID, and of course I thought you know, Joanne's was shut down, and Joanne's mm -hmm. was shut down, and, and I didn't know Michael's was open a small amount. Yeah, yeah. But I messaged I messaged uh, Melissa, and I said, Hey, I've just broke my fiscus scissors. I don't, I need a pair of scissors. Mm -hmm. And she sent these to me in the mail, and um, I was just ecstatic. And they're they're green, and they have a very very sharp point on them, mm -hmm. and they're about five inches long, and they have this little cover. Which is great. That way you don't stab yourself when you have it in your bag. So, speaking of COVID, oh. let's talk about COVID. Oh, help me. Oh, shit. Okay. Oh. Hey, Loki. Just sit in the background of my office. Okay. <laughs> let's finish talking about the crochet and then oh, okay. I'll get on. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Oh. Okay. So, I got my snacks. Got I have snacks. We will be munching on this podcast because both of us and, have hypoglycemia. And we encourage you to snack as well. Yes, please snack. Yeah, snack. Get but, some and popcorn because we're going to be talking for and a And enjoy it responsibly. You know, don't yes. be trying to like, you know, snack and listen to us and drive because yeah. then you might. It's like, don't don't try to do Archibald and Darrell's tighten up and drive at the same time. <laughs> you will wreck your car. <laughs> if you don't know Archibald and Darrell, go to YouTube and look him up. Get ready to move your bahookie. <laughs> bahookie. It's a little brown bahookie. Okay. Uh, so, anyways. Okay. So, this is the corner to corner. It's for the right. Pippi. For the Pippi, which is one of her dogs. One of my nine dogs. Mm -hmm. Um, And because we used to rescue. And Pippi is. I think I finally figured out what Pippi is. What? I think she's half Border Collie and half Lab. No, that makes sense. She, she's fat one, right? <sighs> They're all Little fat. fat. <laughs> <laughs> she's the tall fat she, one. She's, she's the like, tall fat like, one. She's that about that wanted to love me. Yeah, she's black and white. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Was she the one that was indicating, or no? That was that was Bella. It, it. I don't remember. It's been a couple. It's been a couple of weeks since you've been to the house. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah it could have been. Um. So, anyways, corner she, to corner, corner to corner. I love my Pippi. Um, her, uh, she's listed at the vet as a mixed medium. Uh, <laughs> so, so wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. So, as a mixed medium, uh -huh. you know, artists work in mixed medium. Right. So, now I call her my little artist. She's a... <laughs> and, uh, Pippi is, she's really pansexual. Um, mm -hmm. I'd say she's bisexual, pansexual. Mm-hmm. And uh, polyamorous, of course. Of course. Of course, and especially as the alpha. And um, so um, uh, she takes. She tells me that she loves Frida Carlo. She takes her on as a both a personal and a artistic inspiration. Oh. So yes. So these colors are very reminiscent of the lesbian flag. Yeah. Lots of pinks. Lots of purples. It, but that's what me, she wanted. Yeah, kind of to me, it feels like the um, bisexual flag with the blue and the pink and the purple. Yes, but I don't have any blue in here. And I'm, I'm not really planning for some blue. But this is the next color I think I'm going to put on. Oh, that'll work. Yeah, that's yeah. a lavender. Yeah, it's a yeah. lavender kind of. So the, it's going to go next to this really kind of soft pink that I have. So, I have, I'm working a cake. So, if you don't know what a cake is, usually is a 
it has different colors and they kind of fade into each other. My cake is primarily purples and pinks and then I'll add some a blue cake and I'll add, you know, whatever just until it gets big. Yeah. And I mean, this is just easy, you know, a moss stitch is a um, single crochet, um, chain one, go into the chain space, single crochet, chain one, go into the chain space. But you do a skip, don't you? It's, it's single crochet, chain, skip. Yeah, on the beginning and on Wait, the foundation room. Show me. So on the foundation room. No, no, no. Show me the show me the row you're working on. Oh, the on. row? Yeah, show me the row you're working on. Okay, so this is No, the... no, I mean back up. Back up. Okay. Let me see here. You need God, you need some stitch markers. Oh, uh I don't need them. I'm doing a hundred. Okay, so yeah, okay. So in the beginning foundational chain yeah. chain, then you would well no, because you're you skipping skip. the top of the of this stitch here, of the moss stitch here, with that with that chain on top, yeah, and then going in the next one, yeah, I'm yeah going into the chain space, because you would yeah. have to, because otherwise you would be increasing, yeah, and then going, you know, huge, Just going, you know, trapezoid, which is something that happens sometimes. But you know, I'm my my when I crochet my my foundational row, my chain stitch, mm -hmm. I'm so tight, I have to do it in another, and I have to do it in another size hook. Really? Yeah. So I, right now I'm working in an I, so I would have to start with an H. See, because otherwise I do that trapezoid blanket thing. Oh, you'd have to start with the H. You'd have to go lower. No, oh, if you I'm start sorry. with the I, you'd have, have to go, go with the J. J. Yeah, I have to go with the J. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm working the J right now because I just like the it's it does a nice drape. It does, and J mm -hmm. is a good hook. Um, this is my favorite hook, and at the end you can see it's been chewed on. Oh. By which That's dog? Princess. Oh, oh. That was my Rockweiler. She's gone now. Aww. She's she's with Holda. She's hanging out, doing hanging her out, thing. going in the wild hunt. You know, uh -oh. killing people. You know, not killing people, but but you, you know, know, taking their soul, taking their soul. Well, you know, guiding them back to where they are. Yeah. Oh, hey, show this. Um, this is a um. This is a stitch marker. I started making stitch markers because... I need to get some for me, by the way. I, need, like, I hate the damn stitch markers that are out there. They're awful. I know. And so this one is actually has an eye on it. Oh. So I remember what size hook that I'm using. Oh, that's a good idea. Isn't that fabulous? That is fabulous. I need to make you, I need to make you some. I, I love making stitch markers. Okay. So you were talking about the mandala. You were talking about the mon the, the cake mandala. Yeah. The so cake that is mandala. exactly what this is. Right. I sat down last night and went through it. Oh, And my broke God. it apart. See, I couldn't do that. I, I, I don't know. I, I cover all that. I can do that kind of stuff. It's like, uh, Dwayne and Josh, if please go to their page and like it. Louisiana yes. Yarn Guys, if you're looking for some yarn. They um, make the best they yarn. They make the best yarn. Um, They are dyeing their own colors. Do they... They hank it, but if you ask them, will they spin it for you into a? Into it's a already it's already in a hank when they get it. They're yeah. they're not actually spinning it. They're 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 purchasing the yeah. the cotton and the wool, yeah. and then they're coming in. But they have a whole room set up in their house. Yeah, where they're actually dying, dying the yarn. Right, and a big gumbo pot sitting in the middle of the floor. Oh, that's <laughs> you know, and he's cooking colors. And, you know, they're yeah. doing all this kind of stuff, and the stuff these guys do is just. I want to put on archival gloves when I touch them. Right. Because it is fine filigree lace knitting with Swarovski crystals. Right. And I, I mean, mean beautiful things that should be four or five hundred dollars 
and they're selling them for like the low low price of like 200 and i'm like oh i saw him working on a shawl the first the only time i met him and i'm just that kind of person i'm like you've got yarn let me hug you yes <laughs> i think that's kind of how we met didn't yeah. it i walked in i walked into ritual with yarn and you're like oh, you have yarn yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh i never met a stranger well, you know, as Drew used to say, I'm as friendly as a dog with three peters. <laughs> <laughs> and you never do really meet a stranger because around here, after about ten minutes, you're sitting there trying to yeah, figure out exactly yeah. who you're kin. Yeah, and turns out me and Elsa are probably kin, so. We are, and if not, and, and we, you know, I got we got to talking family names, and I go, well, wait a minute, I got that family name. Well, I got that family name, too. And then we started looking for stuff, and I was like, oh, hell, that's too much. I'll just... You we're cousins. Can't. We're cousins. We're kinfolk. We're we're distant cousins. But yes, honey, I'm I'm a little warm. Oh, do we yeah. have a fan? No, we don't have a fan in this room. Yeah, we need to open the door. I can open the door. And then Maggie's gonna come running in. Yeah, and then Maggie's gonna come running in. Right, 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 right. That's what I'm worried about. Is Maggie coming in? I can turn the air down. Give me that plate. Okay. It's good. I am not. I'm, you know, I ain't nothing wrong with a good paper plate. Ain't nothing wrong with a good funeral fan, either. Oh, can I get an amen? Hallelujah. <laughs> yes, Jesus. Hallelujah. <laughs> and uh, I did grow up Methodist, and, and there are a lot of good churches out there. Mm-hmm. Um, I grew up in Keechaw United Methodist Church. Yeah. I grew up in Bethel United Methodist Church. Um, I, I grew up Bell Park Baptist Church, mm-hmm. and I went there until the preacher died. Mm-hmm. Grew up Hassel Baptist Church when I was little. Mm-hmm. Remember that church splitting? Um, See, that's what happened, and that happens a lot, actually. But that's the, that's yeah. because of the structure of the Baptist churches, and it didn't really happen that much with Methodist churches because mm-hmm. they moved the pastors so much. <laughs> and me. because the Council of Twelve and is, is in charge of all of that and not... And not the individual church. Yeah. So, are are we ready to talk COVID? Because Go ahead. You, were you start, not cooling right. myself off. All right. Well, she while she cools herself down, because I gotta get myself a fan. She um. So we met. I mean, we knew each other, but during COVID, um, Ilsa started a a Facebook group, so all of the people that were in ritual could stay, you know, in touch. Right. Which is very nice of her, and I've gotten really close to a lot of people. Shout out to John. Love the John. Shout out to um, Devin and all of them. We love y'all so much. To Devin and Jeremy, yes, so mm-hmm. much love. To Amelia. And to Amelia and her crazy chemist butt. Yes, amazing, amazing woman. She makes woman. the best me, y'all. Hey, definitely, uh, y'all go over and like River Pine Kindred. Yes, that is her kindred. Uh, uh, out of Atlanta, Texas. Uh, doing good works over there. And uh, for that Texarkana community, heathen mm-hmm. community. And so, anyway, so COVID kind of hit. And I I think that's when, for me, um, my marriage took a hit. I think yeah. a lot of marriages took a lot of hits. Yeah. Hit at COVID. Because everybody was kind of tied in together and you really... yeah. And you really got to know, like, if you didn't know your spouse, you got to know your spouse last year. And it was just, I mean, like, 
my my spouse was a um in as a deputy sheriff worked at a jail so i mean he had to go to work and it was just it was just hard all over but i mean we're i'm getting to a point now we live in like um basically Trumpville, USA. Oh, I tried it down the road and it said honk if you love Trump. Dumb I Biden. saw that yep. yesterday and I went, the oh, fuck? Yep. And, I mean, this is like literally, and people don't believe in the virus. People believe that it's all fake and there are people that never wore masks that are just now wearing masks because they don't want to get the vaccine. And I'm like, the stupidity of these people. I've been wearing masks happily. I wore the panty mask that Haynes made. Yeah, Haynes, Haynes came to Louisiana early on um, because Louisiana was one of the, the hardest hit states in the beginning mm-hmm. and donated, what did they donate, 10,000 masks or something More like than that? that? More than um, that. To the Shreveport community. Shreveport and Bozier community. Shreveport, yeah, Shreveport and Bozier community. And they were made out of panty material, y'all. And so, that's wrong with panties on your face. Yeah, no. No. So, I, I mean, like, and then I bought a bunch of masks, like, I like the kind that are, like, the three pleated. And then uh-huh. I, I also bought uh-huh. one that says it goes over your nose. <laughs> this is mine. Mine came from um, my insurance company. Yeah. And it, I didn't realize that it was, it's kind of a jersey material on the front. Mm-hmm. And then it's a nice double cotton on the back. Right. And um, very soft, and it, it was easy to wear, but... Mm-hmm. Um, it was kind of crazy in the early days because every number number one. It wasn't until well, let me back up. Let me back up here. Okay. okay. So, um, for the last few years, I've been trying to take care of my pagan community, um, mm-hmm. and this was people would come in and I would go, hey, after a couple of times, hey, give me your phone, give mm-hmm. me your phone number, hey, let's be friends on Facebook, and I would do routine calls. And, and check, she thought and I was her. crazy, and she still got my number. <laughs> yes. Because us crazy yarn girls from Logansport are a little hard to come by. Yeah, we are. Yeah. So, you know, even if nothing else, you got that to talk about. Yeah. (laughs) um, um, So, I tried to keep in touch with everybody, and I tried to make phone calls. For those who who didn't like phone calls, I tried to, you know, um, send text and Facebook messages and check in on people and say, hey, how are you? Um, what's going on with you? Want to mm-hmm. check on you? Thinking of you, um, uh, sending you lots of love, and just you know, even if it was nothing but a heart, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, a dog blowing kisses. Um, she does that one a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. What a lot of them didn't know is I was laying in bed with a lot of pain usually yeah. at that point. Yeah, uh, I figured when you stopped talking with words, you were not feeling very well. Yeah, well, you know me when I don't do well, I go nonverbal. Yeah, which is very rare, but it does happen. And, um, so, okay, so I'm getting a little confused and I'm feeling hot. So okay. those are two of my precursors mm-hmm. of my sugar going down. So, um, y'all are just going to bear with me because I'm going to have some snacks. Okay. Oh, there's a snack bag opening. And what have we got? We got some peanut butter crackers and a little Dove chocolate. Can I interest you in a Dove chocolate, my love? Yeah. There's a milk chocolate. I also have dark chocolate you here. You dark. You want some dark? Yeah. Of course you do. You want milk. dark. Or she did. <laughs> um, and I just want y'all to know that Ilsa's wearing like the prettiest little blue dress, right? And I'm sitting here with a black shirt, black pants, and black socks. And I'm just letting y'all know. Well, I'm wearing <laughs> I'm wearing what I refer to as my Monet dress because the print on it looks like um, one mo- of Monet p- uh, patterns. 
Yeah. And, you know, hey, if you, some people are dark, do dark things, and some people work in the light, but you, you can't know the light if you don't know the dark, dark. and you can't know the dark if you don't know the light. So, and and I want to come out and, I want to come out and say, if you love Loki, that is your business. If you want to worship Loki, that's your business. I will help you write the ritual. (laughs) I will help you, I will help you set the table. But then she's going to walk away. And I will help you do everything that you need to in order to accomplish your goal of of worshiping him. And then I'm going to sit my ass outside that circle because I don't need no more chaos in my life. (laughs) But I completely acknowledge your right to do that. There is a place for Loki in the mythology. Mm -hmm. People, there has to be, it's like hell. Somebody has to be in charge of the underworld. Yep. I work with hell too. She's good people. Somebody has to be in charge of the wild things. Loki is the god of, he's the god of comedy. He's the god of wildfire. Mm-hmm. He, you know. He's the light bringer. He, he's the light bringer. So. Even if he does it in a weird ass way. Right. And, and in the one, in the two stories that people hold on to that are Christianized, y'all. Like, he's not some Satan. Like, y'all just know. Mm-hmm. We'll no, talk no, about no, Satan no. later. Yeah, we'll go into that later, but to me, he's like a, he's a father figure, and mm-hmm. he's like a friend, mm-hmm. and like, I have this, I, I'm just, have a dark personality anyway. You do not. Not a dark personality, but a dark sense of humor. Well, that's true. And like, yeah, no. Like, I'm not gonna, you know, be sitting here and not make sarcastic remarks. Absolutely not. And, I mean, and it's just, it's just so happens, yes, I found him through the Marvel Universe. But a but, lot of people came in through the Marvel. Marvel. Yeah. A lot of people came in through Thor. Do you know how much bullshit we went through when Marvel came in? Oh. And him doll was black. Oh, my God. Every pro-true motherfucker came out <laughs> and said, oh, my God, him doll can't be black. He's got to be white. He's got to have gold eyes. And I'm like... You're a stupid motherfucker. Because let me tell you something. <laughs> Mitochondrial Eve, our first homo sapien mother, was a black woman. Ew. Her man was a black man. The beginning of our species is black. We are white because we cannot, abs- because we moved north and needed to absorb more vitamin D. Yeah. Our black brothers and sisters and, and non-binaries stayed, were in Africa and could not absorb too much vitamin D. So their body, so their bodies made their melanin darker, and also mm-hmm. so they wouldn't burn in the sun. Yep. Please, people, do not be stupid. You can be ignorant, but for God's sakes, learn. Yeah. You have a library card. Check out some stuff and learn. And even if you don't have a library card, you can go get one because I guarantee you, you have a library in your town. I promise you, you do. And if not, you got one with an easy driving distance. Yep. I tell you what, I live out here in Halton. Okay, Houghton ain't big, and there's a... Oh, I can come on, drive it's up. bigger than Logansport. It's bigger than Logansport, but I can drive up to the library. The library here is smaller than the one in Logansport. I have, well... Okay, now, wait a minute. The one now, it eight, wasn't until the Hainesville Shell hit that we got a library that big. Yeah, okay, it was a small library I remember back when in the day. it was in Jack... In, was it Jack Price's place that was beside where your mama eventually put her restaurant? Yeah, it was like... Two three doors down. It was it was tiny. It probably wasn't five hundred square feet. Yeah, if that. And then we moved to another place 
Um, and that was small. It was probably a uh, 1,500 square feet. Yeah. And now the new one has picnic tables and multiple fireplaces and... Well, the ones, I mean, the one you that... Know, I, I lived in Lewisport for a while, you know, so I know which one she's talking about. But the, the one here over yonder, which, by the way, is, is southern for over there... Um, which may be five or six miles down the road, but you point in the general direction of it. Yeah. And it's, it's seriously, it's probably as big as my house, and I don't have a big house, y'all. Mm -mm. And then, the, there's one on 80 that's, a, you know, a bit bigger, but, I mean, that's the bougie one. And, well, and there's nothing wrong with that bougie, bougie yeah. library. But, you I know, and a lot of libraries library. are online these days. They have Hoopla, mm -hmm. you know, where you can log in on the app on your phone and put in your library card and you can download movies and you can listen to um, audiobooks and you can check out electronic books which is mm -hmm. how I read um, um, Michael Twitty's uh, The Cooking Gene yeah. because they didn't have a copy of it yet so yeah I mean y'all it's easy to learn it's very easy to learn these days mm -hmm. and not everything you get on the internet is going to be true That's, but I Take mean there's sources. some really good resources hey Heads up, the maximum recording time is 60 minutes. So, so while we get a snack and pee, mm -hmm. we're going to take a short commercial break. And um, we may come back. This may be part of episode two, going to come up. But we want to send a quick shout out to our weird sisters at Weird Mountain Gals. Oh. Thank you, Alicia and Byron, for encouraging us to do this. And mm -hmm. love, love, love to you and all the weirdlings all over the world. Yes. And I would very much like to talk to Alicia and Byron pretty soon. We gotta do that. Do a phone call. Okay. We'll do party line. Yeah. So, anyways. Anyways. We love you guys. Thanks so much for listening. And uh, more cat, mad cat uh, crochet and... Uh, just, just random talking. And just random talking. <laughs> uh, coming your way a little later. Alright. Y'all have a great day. Thanks y'all. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to us here at Between the Rivers. Remember to like and follow us on Facebook and at TikTok on Between the Rivers LA. We love talking to you and hearing from you just as well. It's been a hoot and a holler. So until next time, we're going to say goodbye in the best way we know how. Woo! <laughs>